Rockers, welcome back to this magic carpet ride of a season. Season three, Rock the Mic. I'm your host, the photog of Rock Gods, Mike Klein. And this time, this time it's personal. Why is it personal? Well, this season's going to be completely different than other seasons. I'm going to explore controversial topics to include Marilyn Manson and Hugh Hefner to an in-depth, behind-the-scenes look at a strip club. You're totally not going to believe the shit you hear. But before we jump into the million-dollar question, you don't want to miss an episode, I assure you. We're back on iHeartRadio, of course, Spotify, iTunes, and of course, don't forget to check out all the crazy shit I post on Rock the Mic Cast on Instagram. So the million-dollar question that everybody's asking, where in the hell have you been? Well, I had to take a step back. Well, a couple steps back, actually, and regroup. Talk about controversy. Talk about crazy shit. Well, let's see. I had a production assistant setting up private parties at clubs on company credit cards with no authorization, while the whole time she's setting up Coke deals in the club's bathrooms. That was an interesting call. To a co-host that was trying to turn the show into a sex channel while promoting her OnlyFans in custom porn. Ew. Hell, I used a modeling agency from a girl that actually was a known model in Virginia Beach. She started a company that actually started getting bad press for being associated with sex trade sites. And then the weird thing was when questioned, she started even doing glorifying sex trade photo post of shoots she was doing. That was great. And then finally, the, the number one nightmare was I outsourced a New Year's Eve show to a new video company for recording and editing for a post that we were going to do at midnight on New Year's. They lost the footage. Wink, wink, lost the footage and decided to tell us three days before the deadline someone has lost the footage, can't find it, and it, to me, it sounds like someone needed to learn how to use their new Canon camera. So as a lot of you know, we do over-the-top promo videos each season, from renting $20 million jets to having custom stages built with pyro and fire and effects by Light Tech Entertainment. Obviously, we go big every time. Well, in doing those promos, they get a little bit more challenging every time, which requires us to get help, you know, to make things happen. So... I decided to take on a production assistant to help us with a day-to-day thing um, for the Prince and Michael Jackson promo shoots we were doing. So no matter how good, no matter how good your resume is, you never know what you get, right? Like ultimately the production assistant was fine that we had got for the Prince shoot, but we back shelved the Prince shoot halfway through it because of scheduling conflicts But then we had decided to go ahead and move forward with a Halloween shoot um, for a Michael Jackson thriller production. Um, And this one was for the books. I mean, we had celebrity guests involved for the shoot. Huge stage. I mean, the production was a two-day production. Um, Detailed rundown. I had everything by the minute, by the hour for each day. The exact reason for a production assistant for the shoot was to handle the talent, run any roadblocks through me, and we'd fix them. Simple. When the talent wasn't on set, I questioned what the delay was. And, and boom, the greatest answer I've ever heard. The talent's on the way. They're walking from the hotel to the studio. Like, the hell? Why didn't we arrange like a pickup or an Uber or a shuttle or someone to go get them? Literally, literally no excuse. So we allowed this main talent that we were shooting to walk because they weren't given an option for an Uber or a shuttle or any of us to pick them up. And it's completely unacceptable. Like 
with all the resources that we have, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure out options how to get a person to a photo shoot literally after that debacle and tons of apologies. We finally wrapped the shoot. We were looking to go out have a drink afterwards and the production assistant was, I've got a place I can set us up for. We say, perfect, set it up, let's go. We get there, there's a VIP section roped off, security awaiting our arrival, and they knew exactly the celebrities that we had coming, which is something I always shy against. I don't think it's professional. I don't give names like to a place we don't frequent. Long story short, after approximately an hour and a half, like I paid my tab and I began to leave. As I'm leaving, management comes up and, and asks for my signature on the tab for the VIP setup and arrangements. Apparently, the production assistant, she, she had set it all up in my name, set up my credit card for the payment. I was furious. As you can imagine, that tab was definitely not cheap. Not to mention, there were drinks and food for people that weren't even a part of our group. And when asking the PA, like, what were you thinking? Her reply was priceless. People expect you to pay for them, Mike. I was like, no one expects me to pay for them. And I definitely don't expect someone to be using my credit card without my consent. Of course, to keep the trouble and the shit down, I paid the tab and left. Best part about it is as I'm leaving, I get a call from a close friend letting me know that the same production assistant is in the bathroom of this club setting up Coke deals for people. Of course, when I confronted her about this, she was like, well... That's what I do. I take care of people. It's my job, right? I'm a production assistant. But we couldn't get someone to ride to the goddamn production. Sad. She was let go immediately. So the rule is, sometimes when we look up to the sky for answers, just realize definitely the sky isn't helpful in all times. So let's move on to Emily late night. Soon after the MJ promo, I decided I wanted to take on a co-host of the show. I thought it would give like a different feel, you know, for the audience and give it some excitement. Boy, was I right. It added excitement and a shitload of drama behind the scenes. We started the first episode together. It went great. The second episode went good as well. But once the production meeting started and we were going over topics of like upcoming interview schedules, she literally brought nothing to the table. No input, no help at all. Brainstorming sessions were compiled of talk of her giving blowjobs to her husband on camera for OnlyFans accounts. I mean, that was the exciting part, right? And all she should ever talk about was doing episodes based on sex or talking about all the celebrity clients I had and I worked with and how she wanted to sleep with all of them. Boring. Again, I appreciate sex just like the next person, but it wasn't a sex podcast. And with her behavior starting to not only affect the show, but clients involved with the show, Hell, it sounds like like it sounds like we're a behind-the-scenes episode on VH1. She started showing up late to meetings and tapings, and when she was at the studio, she was a train wreck. When we started filming episodes, we started actually leaving her behind and telling her different times to shoot because we just didn't want her involved because we had VIP clients on set or on Zoom. And then she started creating issues with models and having loud and rude outbursts during meetings to the staff and... Very soon, Emily wasn't a part of the show. So that was the end of the Emily late night air and all of those episodes. But again, if you miss her, she's filming OnlyFans at a local trash dumpster down the street, probably calling, you know, this amazing photographer that we know. 
which is our next topic. The next learning experience that I had in this past year was when I decided to actually do a New Year's Eve episode. It was a huge event, man. I contracted the videographer that he does great work, honestly. Like his video work is decent. Now, a sense for business is lacking, but don't get me started on his tardiness to shoots either. Like, I had a huge production. Three-level stage, tattoo company on the stage doing tats during the event. I had a stripper pole on the third level that was on fire while I had girls swinging around it. And did I mention I had one of Kiss's favorite tribute bands, Cold Gen, performing? Complete costume, makeup, pyro, everything. So this sly fox of a videographer shows up 20 minutes late. I mean, I'm in the biz too, right? Like we have gear to set up. We have to do lighting checks, etc. Once he set up, and by the way, it was supposed to be a three camera setup. He only had one camera, one handheld and said he could get it done. Seriously, just not professional at all. Like once we finished the event, he had a 10 day deadline for the edit. And of course on the 10th day, he decided to call me and he lost all the footage. Like, bro, number one rule, backup, backup, and backup your backups, especially for paid client work. So, so as you can imagine, this was a fucking amazing conversation, trying to explain to talent and sponsors that we have no footage of the event. I know, just like you, my jaw dropped. And apparently, this photographer's disappeared from the scene, just like my footage. Speaking of lost... Um, have you ever tried contacting and contracting models for a photo shoot? It's one of the most tedious and long processes in the world. Now, of course you can come up with some really great things, but it's a lot of work in the beginning. So I came up with this promo where I needed seven to eight models. Um, and I was on the road at the time shooting and touring. So I thought I'd try, a modeling management company for the first time. So I'd contracted this particular modeling company out of Virginia beach um, to do this shoot. And in the beginning it went great. I mean, conversations were good. I was kept in the loop. I was even put into chat rooms so I could see what I was dealing with. This girl that ran it was great. Um, we picked a lead model. Um, we also contracted several other models for the shoot. The beginning, like I said, the beginning process was flawless. Now on the day of the shoot, that was a whole different story. The lead that we had contracted, she wasn't exactly a lead. She was inexperienced and stiff. And of course I was led to believe a completely different feel for this girl, but we pushed through the shoot. Uh, but after seeing the footage and going back, we decided that we needed to reshoot certain scenes. And I wanted a different lead because of the lack of professionalism. You could see it. Reshoots cost money. Sometimes it's more than the initial shoot. The manager of the company agreed that the lead wasn't good. And she, she even added that several other of the models had made comments about this. So with that being said, you would think that with me using her agency again, she would help with fees or do something for the inconvenience. No, I paid full again. And during the time she started posting these questionable photos online, and she got some serious rants for some people about them. And like there, there was a story from one of um, her good friends that actually started cutting all ties with her because 
of these questionable photos. And that kind of made us start looking into it a little bit more. Um, she was affiliated to these questionable photos were affiliated with sex trafficking sites and the photos were being posted and glorifying like the actual sex trade. And, um, then it was really strange. Like we started monitoring it and we were watching, like we started seeing pricing for some of the girls at thousands of dollars an hour. We're talking inexperienced local models being dealt out at thousands of dollars an hour. So it wasn't a good look. And we quickly cut ties with the company. This was not okay. So from having cloudy skies to Emily having, I guess, one fan, though the jaw-dropping experience um, and getting rid of that foxy photographer that I had and then ending with the okay corral of a clusterfuck of a modeling agency, I quickly learned that if I wanted this to work, I had to stick to the people that I know and the people that I trust. So with all that said, I sat back last year and regrouped. I wanted to bring you a personal season of stories and opinions, things that actually are current and they're topics that we all talk about and even wonder about. So make sure you follow us for all this controversial, crazy season shit. I promise not to disappoint before I sign off. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Rock the Mic Cast for all the behind the scenes photos of shoots and tapings. And hell, I'll even post some of those controversial photos I talked about from the modeling agency. You never know who's on blast next. And I promise, I promise a rocket ride of a lifetime. So until next time, rock and roll. <laughs>